This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, bringing you a special Frontline of Hope update with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for Thursday, the sixth week of Easter. And we continue to celebrate Easter through Pentecost on May 31st. Happy Easter and welcome, Your Excellency. Happy Easter. We're getting closer now to the Feast of the Ascension. In fact, in my old life, we would have been celebrating on Ascension Thursday today in in some parts of the country, but we'll be celebrating with great solemnity, even though we're distant, on uh, Sunday coming up, the Ascension of the Lord. Mm. And uh, just to give our listeners a backdra- background for that, why would uh, your diocese uh, um, well, have the Feast of ago, Ascension? Back, I'm yeah. guessing it was back in the 1980s, the... Uh, the options were given for different provinces. So it wasn't so much a diocesan decision, it was a provincial decision. And many of the uh, provinces, I would say most of the nation, um, chose to move the Feast of the Ascension to a Sunday. And the rationale for that was so that many people could celebrate. They figured that um, it, it, there were many, there were not many, but there were several feasts that we moved to a Sunday, the Epiphany of the Lord, Feast of Corpus Christi, that the idea being that if we celebrate it on a Sunday, more people have a chance to celebrate as part of the life of the church. Um, in um, in the New York province, uh, the state of New York, and in a couple of other provinces nearby, the decision was made, no, let's retain the Holy Day of Obligation and keep it on the Thursday um, using that count of 40 days after Easter. And so in the... In the in the New York area and in other parts of the country, they'll celebrate today the Feast of the Ascension. Um, you know, I suppose you could argue it either way. I, I can only go by my experience. I know it gets confusing, but um, our reality is we're going to celebrate today, the Thursday of the sixth week of Easter, and on Sunday we look forward to celebrating the Ascension of the Lord. And with the Ascension coming around on Sunday for our area, today, the sixth week of Easter, we have some readings as we continue Paul's journey uh, throughout his um, the early life of the Church. He moves over to Corinth. He moves over to Corinth, right. We heard about his experiences in Philippi, and now he's in Corinth. And you, you get a little bit of a sense of, you know, Paul's general life you you know we hear today how which that he was a tent maker and being a tent maker he seemed to click with Aquila and um, his and his wife Priscilla and you'll see that uh, Priscilla and Aquila become very important partners for St. Paul in the missionary work um, but he's in Corinth now Corinth is an interesting city I again Taking a little bit of New York, I, I used to tell people that Corinth was a lot like New York. Um, it was a little bit of a melting pot. It was a port city, and it brought together um, all the different cultures, the cultures of the Greek-speaking world and the Greek culture, the culture that comes out of Athens. And um, and by the way, that we heard about Paul's adventures in Athens, too. Um, and but also it brought about the you, you had the mixing of the Greek culture with the Roman culture, and then all the different Middle Eastern cultures. It was a real melting pot, and as a result, it had some very highly cultured people and opportunities. But it also had 
a seedy side to it as well, you know, with the people, lots of people passing through. There was a little bit of a seedy side to uh, Corinth. Um, you had people who were very, very sophisticated. And so, you know, the, you, you hear some of the uh, controversies that followed after Paul preached in Corinth, but those were the occasions of his two very beautiful letters. The, the two letters of Paul to the Corinthians are powerful, powerful letters. And, um, and, and, and that's a result of Paul meeting the controversies and answering the, the, the controversies of the day. He um, started off connecting with Aquila and Priscilla, the tent makers, but then it says in this um, reading of Acts 18 that he then occupied himself with preaching the word of God totally. Right. So, exactly, he gave himself over to, totally to preaching the gospel, beginning in, among the Jewish people who were in Corinth and then spreading out to the Gentiles, to the non-Jewish people. And, um, and, and so he met with varying degrees of uh, success and difficulty and rejection, but he de- dedicated himself totally to preaching, and he preached Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, who is the Anointed One, the one sent by God. Mm. And then we move to the Gospel reading today uh, from John 16. Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. Yep, beautiful passage. You know, it's interesting. This is the power of God's word, that it speaks to us at so many different levels. Obviously, this is the Last Supper. So Jesus is talking to them, and they're seeing his death. You know, you will weep and mourn, and I will be taken away from you, but I will... You, we will see each other again. Um, and they're preparing to say goodbye to him. They don't know what's exactly going to happen, but they uh, this this is looking at the cross. But we're reading it in the context of the risen Christ and his ascension into heaven. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, you know, we may not see him, but we know because he does live, because he is risen from the dead, that he's among us. And that, you know, even though we don't see him, we know he's there, but we also know that the day will come when we will see him face to face. Um, And he acknowledges the reality. Life can be tough. Life can be tough. You will weep and mourn. Man, oh man, so many among us are weeping and mourning. And um, I think we have to be honest about that. And we want to hold each other up through that weeping and mourning. Um, people are really struggling and uh, and hurting at so many levels, literally mourning the death of people they love, but also um, struggling with so many factors, um, many of them recent ones brought about by this pandemic and the situation we find ourselves in. Um, but even just the regular weeping and mourning of the world, um, you know, the struggles of daily life. Uh, Jesus assures us that he's there with us, and he says, you will grieve, but your grief will become joy. Our grief becomes joy in Jesus Christ. And, of course, we all look forward to the fullness of God's kingdom, but we keep our eyes fixed on heaven. But even now we find our strength and our joy 
in Jesus Christ. That's what Paul was preaching to the Corinthians, and that's what the church preaches to us today. And I think that's the message that we try to give to each other to hold one another up in the midst of grieving and mourning. You're listening to Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, as he discusses today's Gospel reading, John 16, 16 through 20. Our grief will become like joy. And like St. Paul, you never stop moving either. So tomorrow you're going to begin the Novena to the Holy Spirit, and you'll be praying that along with all of our listeners and the diocese at large, uh, starting tomorrow, going for nine days, and ending on Pentecost, May 31st. Can you tell us a little bit about that novena and why you decided sure. to do that? The um, Well, the church sort of has a natural novena built in. Again, you think of the 50 days of Easter. We saw the uh, ascension of the Lord on 40 days after Easter. And so following the the traditional uh, celebration of the Ascension, we kind of fall into a natural novena. So tomorrow, on Friday, we'll begin by nature, nine days, nine days of prayer and preparation. Um, after the Ascension, even some of the prayers of the Church, you know, we, we still continue to use prayers referencing Jesus risen from the dead and celebrating his resurrection. But we're also, you'll see in the prayers of the Church, this calling out, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come renew the face of the earth, come renew us and renew and transform our lives. Um, as we get ready to resume public worship next week and certainly on Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, the 31st, it, it, it kind of fits nicely for us to have this novena um, preparing ourselves for the celebration of the Feast of the Holy Spirit, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles of Pentecost, but asking us as we prepare for this beautiful gift of public worship um, to come Holy Spirit, open my heart. Come Holy Spirit, renew and transform me. Come Holy Spirit, prepare me. Come Holy Spirit and Renew the face of the earth. Renew the face of the church. Come, Holy Spirit, and help us as we to to build up that sense of unity and charity and concern and love for one another. Come, Holy Spirit. So you know, there's a natural progression, and but it does have a nice uh, ring to it for us as we move into this next phase and move toward reopening um, for public worship. And that public worship will open up in some of our parishes as early as Monday with uh, weekday masses. You'll need to check with your parish to find out what category and how that process will work for your parish. But as uh, you've said multiple times, and I know Father Adam Streitenberger has been telling our listeners, welcome back. We want you to come to be with our Lord. We want you to come, but we want you to be safe. And I think we need to be really attentive to those who are not ready to come back because of health conditions or even just because of prudence on their part. I respect that. Um, But we want to make sure that we're united one way or another. So we'll continue to do a lot of the things that we're doing um, through St. Gabriel Radio, again, thanks to you, and through the live streaming, parish live streaming, because... Yeah, welcome back. We want to say welcome back, but um, we also know that 
that's not really going to be possible for everybody at one time. And so we want to stay connected with each other no matter what. And speaking of those Masses, uh, every day at 12.05, you have a, a Mass for our diocese on St. Gabriel Radio and streaming at columbuscatholic.org. Uh, Saturday morning, we'll have Mass at 8 a.m., uh, streaming as well, and at columbuscatholic.org. And, of course, Sunday Mass at 10.30. Um, so we have a lot of opportunities in talking about unity and charity and love. Uh, next week, we celebrate our seniors graduating from Catholic high schools. Yes. Yes. You know, I was supposed to meet with the high school seniors on March 13th, just before everything was to, you know, shut down. And we were going to have a big mess uh, and be together and celebrate their upcoming graduation. And I was hoping still to have some interaction. Boy, did, did the world change on that day, March 13th. And so that didn't happen. Now, so many things that the seniors have you know, looked forward to, um, have been denied them by this situation, not by any person, but by the situation. And I'm sorry about that. I really feel sad. So, um, and this is true of our own Catholic schools, but in all the schools across the, the, the way. So we want to make sure that we can do what we can. Many of our schools are having virtual graduations um, and, and then doing different things to uh, celebrate with the seniors. We want to be able to celebrate all the seniors, um, and so we'll have a baccalaureate mass for all high school seniors on Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yes, Wednesday, the 27th, and that'll be at 7 o'clock in the evening. We're sending out the links to that uh, through our parishes later today, and I know they've been sent out to the schools yesterday. Um, so uh, our seniors, our high school seniors deserve a lot of Congratulations, and our full support and celebration. So, yes, I look forward um, at least to offering Mass, even though we can't all be together. And next week we also have Memorial Day. Uh, I know that that's a very important holiday for our country and for you personally, but we remember all those who have died in service of our country. Indeed, indeed. And so we want to make sure we... Pray for those who have died in in the service of, of the country. We'll be, so we'll offer Mass at uh, 9 o'clock, a different hour than usual. Like usually at the cathedral, um, they, the cathedral schedule is sort of schedule, is set around the uh, working of the city. You know, So normally on a holiday, they would have Mass at 9 o'clock rather than at noon. It's usually to, to accommodate people's lunch hour. So we'll do that even though... We'll have um, the the broadcast mass, and then at the cathedral, I think they start with the public masses at twelve oh five the next day on Tuesday. But we'll certainly broadcast on Monday at nine o'clock, and we'll be praying in a very particular way for all those who have given their lives in the service of our nation, and praying for peace in our nation and in our world, the peace that so many of these uh, young men and women have given their lives for. As we close our Frontline of Hope update with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, could you close us with a prayer? I will. I'll do the Regina Chaley today, and tomorrow we move into that novena of the Holy Spirit, and we pray, come Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Queen of Heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. For the Son whom you were privileged to bear, Alleluia, has risen as he said, Alleluia. 
Pray for us to God. Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary. Alleluia. For the Lord is truly risen. Alleluia. 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 And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we have a big week ahead of us, uh, so next Monday in some of our parishes we'll have daily Masses that are starting up. Please uh, check with your parish to be sure that we're uh, being charitable and safe with each other. We also have a Mass Saturday morning at 8 a.m., Memorial Day Mass on Monday, May 25th at 9 a.m., and then the Baccalaureate Mass celebrating our Catholic high school seniors uh, Wednesday, May 27th, 7 p.m. with Bishop Robert J. Brennan from the Cathedral here at St. Gabriel Radio, streaming at St. Gabriel Radio, and also streamed at columbuscatholic.org in video format. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.